0: featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Exciting news. The ESL Empowered, Secure and Loved eight-week relationship coaching program is officially reopened for application. This eight-week program fills up really quickly every time we open the doors. So you are going to want to apply ASAP. This program is for you if you're ready to get off the dating roller coaster for good. And if you need those internal shifts that allow you to embody a securely attached woman so you can effortlessly attract that relationship that you want. It also is for you if you need the tools for attracting and maintaining that healthy relationship. The program is designed obviously to help you bring in that partner that you can build a long-term, intentional, healthy relationship with, And even more importantly, it is about healing that relationship with your self. This is that internal transformation that is needed when you're ready to step into the relationship that you deserve and to step into the next level of your life. I am personally inviting you to apply if you know that you're ready for help in this area of your life. You can't do it alone. You've tried everything and you are absolutely ready to do the internal work to get the change that you need so you can stop the pain and the heartache in your life and maybe go back into summer, go back into dating, feeling empowered, secure. And loved and ready to attract that relationship that you're so deserving of. If that's you and you're like, okay, Dr. Morgan, I hear you. I know I need this. I am going to take ownership of this area of my life. Enough is enough. I know I deserve what I deserve and I'm going to take action. If that's you, I encourage you to go to my Instagram bio, use the link there. It's apply now. So apply for the program there, or there will also be a link in the show notes. Make sure you don't wait. Apply now to reserve your spot in the program. It's your host, Dr. Morgan, and I want to talk about one of my favorite topics in the entire world, assertive communication and one of the things you start to realize the longer you've been in the personal development space, the longer you've done the work, you realize that all of it is connected. When we think about assertive communication and being able to express your needs, being able to be open, honest, direct, right? Being able to be uh, in a place where my needs matter and your needs matter. This beautiful place of assertive communication. Everyone wants that communication style. Not everyone wants to do the work that it takes to have that be your default go-to way of communicating, Here's the real truth. I can teach you the sentence structures. I can teach you what it means to be an assertive communicator. We can look at all the tips and logistics of it. If you do not do the internal work behind becoming the person who communicates in that way, it won't stick. I could teach you all the sentence structures, how to do it, etc. It won't stick unless you do the internal work that backs it up. This is why in the ESL program, we focus on that internal work. There is a component of the tools and the strategies. And towards the end of the program, you're learning the sentence structures, the formats, for dialogue, so having that great communication with your partner. However, none of that is taught until you've done the internal work, right? We need to be able to change your beliefs about yourself, your beliefs about relationships, your paradigm for what a healthy relationship is. All of that needs to change. You need to change. This goes back to that amazing framework of be do have instead of do have be. We know that it's most effective when you change you. So, assertive communication, one of the things that I see is it often is challenging if there's a few different things going on. So I'll say some of the common internal pieces that are missing when you can't communicate assertively. One of those is lack of self-worth or low self-worth. This valuing others above yourself, putting other people on a pedestal. So... You know, it's so common to see this, particularly in uh, abusive relationship dynamics or even narcissistic relationship dynamics, where one person in the relationship has all the control and the power and they are on the pedestal, and you're simply showing up and you're focused on meeting their needs, right? Or being who you think they want you to be. There's a perfect example of that dynamic does not support assertive communication. The inverse of that dynamic is true as well. And just so you know, in my brain, I'm also connecting these to attachment styles. So putting somebody on a pedestal, clearly an anxious attachment strategy. If we look at the inverse, the avoidant attachment strategies, where I'm just going to have a hard time with intimacy And likely I will look down on you. It's not the same way that a narcissist does, but it's in a way where I go, yeah, they're okay, but X, Y, Z is off or, you know, it's just that, hey, they like to go on fishing trips every summer and they're gone for three months at a time. And I just don't know that that would work, right? Like (laughs) the avoidantly attached person is finding little things that makes them go, whoa, This isn't, this just isn't for me. And it keeps them safe because then they don't have to be fully vulnerable. They don't have to rely on someone. They're going to keep themselves safe by looking down on the person in some ways. Um, That dynamic also doesn't support assertive communication because if I communicate assertively, I have intimacy, I have closeness, this person knows how I really feel, they know what I want, what I need. And if I'm avoidantly attached, I actually don't want the person to know what I feel or what I want or what I need. I'd rather stay distant. So regardless of your attachment style, if you are avoidantly attached, anxiously attached, or disorganized where you have that wonderful mix of avoidant and anxious if you are in any attachment style that is not secure attachment assertive communication will be challenging so that's the first piece i wanted to talk about is this place where you've put somebody on a pedestal or you're looking down on someone any place that is not my needs matter this person's needs matter I am not greater than nor am I less than anyone. If you are in a place where you see yourself better or you see yourself as less than any other person, then it's hard for you to show up in assertive communication, right? So what does that mean? To be able to communicate assertively You get to some of the internal work here of you have to get rid of insecurity because insecurity can show up, right, in that way of, well, I'm not good enough, so I'm just going to put other people on a pedestal. Or it can show up in that way of I'm better than other people and I'm going to make sure that they know because I'm insecure. So assertive communication, secure attachment is connected to is correlated with a stable, based in reality, sense of self-worth and belonging, and knowing that yes, you matter and other people matter too. Okay, so that is one of the first points I wanted to talk to you when it comes to what does it mean to be a as, as assertive communicator. One of the next pieces that is surprising, but I think you'll understand, if we are stuck in scarcity mindset, it will be hard to be an assertive communicator. Right? If we are stuck in scarcity mindset, it will hard to, it will be hard to be an assertive communicator. Whoa! I'm getting. I have so much going on in my brain right now that the words are not coming out how I want. So this topic though, it gets me so excited. So just bear with me. (laughs) But yeah, assertive communication. If I'm scared of losing something, if I have fear of being abandoned or I have fear that something's going to go away, or I think that there's a limited supply of love, opportunity, success, money, et cetera, if I think anything is limited, I will struggle to communicate in an open, honest, direct way. Think about how this shows up in relationships, right? If I have scarcity mindset that, you know, oh, there's, There's just no good men out there. And then I'm finally, I'm dating somebody who I think is halfway decent and I need to be able to communicate with them and give them feedback about what I don't like, that scarcity mindset can creep in and prevent you from communicating how you feel, right? We get in this belief and that's also connected to the belief that conflict will make someone leave or that conflict leads to a relationship ending. So in order to really embrace assertive communication, to be able to show up in your truth, when we talk about assertive communication, that's what it is. You are owning how you really feel. You are able to express your emotions, you're able to express your needs, your preferences, your wants, your desires, your boundaries, while simultaneously being curious about how the other person feels, right? In order to be able to do that, you have to know that it is an abundant universe, that there is enough that you are enough, that there is unlimited opportunity available to you. And you have to be able to know that if I am showing up as my self, I'm going to attract what is meant for me, right? This is abundance mindset. I'm. If I'm showing up as my true self, I'm going to attract what is meant for me. And knowing that that abundantly exists in the world, instead of trying to change yourself, be a chameleon, withhold your preferences, wants, needs, etc, because you're in scarcity mindset and you're scared to lose what you have, right? So assertive communication is connected to abundance mindset. Okay, I want so I want you to be really aware of that. Are there times that you're not expressing yourself because you are scared of losing what you have because maybe you think that there's nothing else available for you? I want you to be aware of that. Check on your scarcity mindset and see if it's impacting your ability to communicate assertively. So there's that piece. And then the other pieces I was talking about was your attachment style Showing up in that securely attached place supports assertive communication. And the other piece I was talking about was worthiness and being able to not put yourself on a pedestal and not put others on a pedestal and knowing that you are neither greater than nor less than other people. We are equal, right? Getting to that place... Those those three things will support you in communicating assertively. Here's what else I want you to know. It won't change for you overnight. You need to be able to practice communicating assertively. There was an old workbook I used to use with clients when I was a baby clinical psychologist first out of getting my doctorate and I remember this workbook and one of the exercises they would talk about practicing assertive communication. And one of the things it recommended was when you're getting your coffee ordered the next time, practice communicating exactly what you want clearly. And then if something is wrong, because you know, places will get stuff wrong, they'll forget that packet of, you know, sugar you asked for or oh my gosh, they gave you whipped cream when you didn't ask for it, Wh- whatever. The next time something is wrong on your coffee order or at a restaurant, practice communicating what you want. And, and this is a really important thing. Tune in, does not matter? Do you really want it? And be honest, right? If you're just, if you're if you're changing it just to change it, okay, no, don't, don't do that. But practice tuning in to what you really want. And if, oh my gosh, they put whipped cream on and I really did not want whipped cream. How can you communicate that openly, honestly, directly? And here's the beautiful thing about assertive communication. I get to say my needs matter and your needs matter. I'm going to express what I need, and I'm also going to hold space for what your needs are, right? And if you cannot do what I'm asking, I will honor that. That is okay. But do you see how what really matters when we're working on communicating differently and showing up in the world differently, what really matters are my beliefs about myself and that internal work that will support me showing up Differently. So it's not going to happen overnight. You're going to have to practice. Okay. The next piece about assertive communication there are people in your life right now who are used to you communicating passively, to you being a doormat, to you not expressing what you want and need. And there are people in your life who are benefiting from that. And when you start to communicate assertively, you may hear things like, oh, you've changed or wow, uh, I had no idea that you were um, that selfish. Ooh, people love to say that, right? So do not let other people's reactions to your healing, do not let their reactions stop you from showing up differently differently. Know this, as you heal and you learn to communicate assertively, there will be people who will grow with you and you will redefine those relationships and it will be great. And there may be people that you have more space from or even people who no longer fit in your life. So be aware of the people who benefited from you being a passive communicator And know that, hey, they may feel something about you showing up differently. And that's okay. That's their experience. So it's not going to happen overnight. And don't let other people's reactions to it stop you from showing up. If you like this episode, I want you to know that you can absolutely change your life. You can absolutely change how you show up and communicate. And like I said, throughout, it's not about the logistics. It's not about knowing the sentence structures. It's about changing who you are internally. And if you need some guidance in that, you need some support, I want to invite you to apply to the ESL program. We have created a framework that has helped over 100 women go through and have amazing results I get DMs all the time about people who are in great relationships, who've gone through the program, or they're the happiest they've ever been, or wow, they finally have a healthy relationship with their family. And of course, I also get DMs about, wow, I'm engaged. Look at the engagement ring I have here. Or, wow, look, uh, my partner and I are on vacation with my family in Mexico, and I never would have thought this was possible But thanks to my healing, my relationship with my family and finding this healthy, amazing partner, here I am in Mexico with everyone together. And it's amazing. So I get to see all of the results. And the beautiful thing about joining the program now is that the framework is there. We've had so many women go through it. And now I just add to it. I get to show up even better when I'm coaching people. I'm adding things all the time. And and you're getting that direct access to me and to the team, to Dr. Shagoon and to other amazing women who we have on the Dr. Morgan team. So if you've been on the fence about the program, I want you to know it is life-changing. It is a proven framework, and it is completely... Available to you, you simply have to make the commitment to do the internal work and to decide, I'm going to no longer do the same things and get the same results, right? Let's not do relationship insanity anymore, where you're just trying the same thing over and over, getting the same results over and over, and you're beating your head against a wall. Let's stop that. Let's help you embody that securely attached version of you who effortlessly attracts that healthy relationship because you've changed, so you are, so the relationships you attract change. You're not having to try hard and work hard, right? I'm not into teaching you how to work hard and do the games and the strategies and send this text message to get him to fall in love. No, that is not what you get Our program is one of a kind because we have the science of attachment theory. We have the neuro linguistic programming techniques and we have that internal work that is going to help you become a different person, not just learn tools and strategies. So make sure you apply ASAP. There's a spot for you and know that I'm here for you. I'm forever in your corner And I hope you really enjoyed this episode about assertive communication and some of the pieces that go along with it. And in your life, hopefully you can take an inventory and be honest with yourself. Are you communicating assertively? And if not, what is getting in the way? Could it be one of the things I mentioned? All right, y'all, as always. Thank you for tuning in. I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram Facebook and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth, and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.